This is Mark with Plot Points Podcast. It is a Sunday morning. Uh, we are uh, in de- week one, or I guess the first week of, in California, there's a shelter-in-place order, <clears throat> which I really hate that phrase. I wish they would have come up with something better than that. Uh, but basically, we can't go anywhere, do anything, or else we'll be executed by the governor. No, it's, uh, it's, it's not that bad, but it's, it's, getting, it's kind of getting grim. Uh, but yeah, I'm with my uh, – Chris Styers is my co-host. Um, good morning, Chris. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good. Uh, Chris and I practice social distancing. Uh, we have we have at least forty five miles between us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't have to worry about. I know his uh, his. Uh, you know, he's a strong strong man, but his uh, his coronavirus can't get me at this distance, as far as I know. So, um, are you well, working we'll from? Out, are we? you working from home? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, my job, it, my day job is considered essential. Mm. So, oh, yeah. right. but, but the company has sent half the people to work at home and the other half of us are still coming into the office. Mm. But uh, my cubicle, I'm like almost in isolation. There's mm. like no one around me. Do they have that disinfectant spray over your head, and every once in a while they dose you with a coronavirus killer? Is that uh... well? One of the uh, teammates runs around spraying Lysol all over the place, <laughs> and they gave us every one of us a giant uh, Lysol wipes for our desk area and phones yeah. and stuff. Oh, that's 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 thoughtful. All right. Well, um, you, it, the thing is with everybody. Uh, uh, devoid of activities, there should be no excuses for anybody not writing. So um, I don't know about you. I mean, I've been I've been at home working at home for many years, decades. But I, I find without those activities that I do every week, I'm kind of lost. And so I kind of envy you going to work, to tell you the truth, because at least it gives you some structure um, yeah. to, to your week. Well, I know I'm going to uh, object if they attempt to send me to do homework hmm. and because I like the structure too. Yeah. And if I'm at home sitting in front of the computer, I want to be writing. Um, oh yeah. So what are you, are you working on anything? Are you still working on your, uh, the script, that script idea you were talking about? Yeah. I'm still playing with my, uh, horror script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, having fun with it but uh good yeah i'm not challenging yeah i'm not working i'm actually gonna go back to my series i have to cut out uh 10 pages i don't know if i mentioned that on the last podcast or not uh but i'm not other than that that's really all the writing i'm doing um although i dying to write something new and then i have Mm -hmm. to get to, to that script you sent me which is yeah. there's no excuse for that. I have I have absolutely no excuse except, you know, I'm afraid I, it has to be in quarantine for a certain amount of time just in case there's coronavirus on the PDF. You never know. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you doing your classes online? Yeah, and this is the first time ever that I've done this. And <clears throat> so the Tuesday, I had a Tuesday and Thursday class. Um, and it was great. Um, I don't love it as much as being in person with my students, but um, it was it was workable. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're going to probably for the fort because um, Orange Coast College, where I teach, uh, 
is locked down. Now, originally they were locked down until March 29th. Uh, but now with this, you know, this order from the governor, um, I, I have no idea when the classes will start again uh, on at the, at the campus. But I have Zoom. We're using Zoom right now for the podcast. So it's really not that, not that difficult to uh, send out an invitation, open the video. And uh, it, Zoom presents a really nice interface for something like that. So. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, it worked out. I Like I said, I don't love it as much as uh, being in front of my students and having a whiteboard and a big, you know, 90-inch TV to show things, but um, it, it, yeah. wor- it works. So I, are you watching anything interesting? I, uh, I have one program I want to mention, and I think everybody should check it out. Um, but have you, have you started anything new? I haven't started anything new, but uh, in the last couple of days, because of a uh, writer you mentioned, I've been re-watching some episodes of The West Wing. Oh, and, yeah. And... Damn, is that show addictive? It's unbelievably good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm about on. I started that a, while, a little while ago, um, and I'm probably about season three. But yeah. whew, boy, what what a what an amazing! I, you know, I, one of these days I want to do an article on research um, for uh-huh. Creative Screenwriting Magazine. By the way, my my latest article for scre- Creative Screenwriting Magazine is up. <clears throat> you have to. Search a little bit for it because it's off the off the front page, but it's about subtextual dialogue, which hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about uh, today. But um, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, just amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm watching. I started a while ago. I started this show called Babylon Berlin, and oh, okay. oh my god, is it incredible? And it takes place just at the rise of the Third Reich, uh, just as that whole thing was coming about. Um, they, I think they call this the, it's kind of like the roaring twenties for Berlin. Um, uh-huh. Oh, wow. What a show. It's, um, it's not going to be for everybody uh, because it's very, very challenging uh, from, from like a moral standpoint. There's, there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of drug use. Um, the, the stuff that happens to some of these people is just amazing, but I recommend it. Um, I think you'd enjoy it quite a bit. Um, as a writer, I'm sure you'd appreciate what, what has to go into this show, not only from a standpoint of the writing, but the production they do a, it, it revolves around a, a group of people and, and some of them go to this club and they have this one number. I, I can't pronounce the English or the, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll murder it. It's called Zoo Ash Zoo Stab. Um, man, I, I, Chris, I can't believe that there's a TV show out there. This is worthy of any, any Academy Award movie, some of the scenes in yeah. this. Uh, just incredible. So. Okay, I'll have oh, to check that out. Yeah, it's on Netflix. <clears throat> okay. Called Babylon Berlin. Um, so uh, let me 
get back to a little bit where I'm a little discombobulated this morning. Um, I, I kind of late to the podcast, but I want to mention again that I'm with a, my good friend and uh, sometimes collaborator, wonderful, just a, one of the best guys I know, to tell you the truth. I, I wish I could be more like him. Um, he, but anyway, he's a great writer, terrific friend, wonderful human being. Uh, his name is Christopher Styers. You can find his work on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, yes. um, yep. ChristopherStyers.com, which after another five years, I, bit, I bugged him for years to put up a website, finally put one up. He let it lapse. Then finally, somebody told him, you should have a website. And he goes, oh, that's a good idea. Mark never mentioned that. I called constantly. <laughs> Every God blessed week, I'd yell at you about your website, about a website. Anyway. Yes. Um, but anyway, what's your latest, uh, greatest? Uh, my latest novel that just came out is called The Thurian Chronicles. Mm-hmm. It's uh, medieval, three tales of medieval uh, romance and adventure. Uh-huh. Cool. And you're, you finished your the sequel to that, right? Or a, a companion yes. anthology? Uh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully coming out. This year will be uh, a sequel to the Thurian Chronicles, Volume 2, Four mm-hmm. Tales of High Romance and Adventure, mm-hmm. and also, and also uh, my sequel to Paladin's Journey is due out. Wow. Congratulations on all that, uh, that, that thing. I didn't realize... Um, now we met... You and I met in the 90s, I think, at, uh, at a class, yeah. uh, writing class... But you didn't have your first book published till 2003, was that it? Yeah. 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 That's... I've been writing away. And yeah. I, uh, but you had sold some short stories and things like that, right? Oh, yeah, quite a few around the world. I'm very pleased with how accepting my short stories were. Mm. Yeah, well, and, anyway. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, so go find him. Uh, just type in Christopher Styers, S-T-I-R-E-S, on uh, in into uh, Professor Google, and uh, you will find plenty of mentions of him. Um, also, so I have um, in April, <coughs> excuse me, the third week in April, um, my classes start again. I'll uh, I'll post some information on the, in the show notes. But if you're interested in screenwriting classes, I have an intro class, which is eight weeks, and a intermediate advanced class, which is 10 weeks at uh, through Orange Coast College. Hopefully, we'll be back on campus by then. And um, look forward to meeting you if you, uh, you want to take the classes. They're great. I think they're great classes, but only, you know, only because of the students, really terrific students. So. Um, also, my articles for Creative Screenwriting Magazine are are up. There's, I think, eight of them, and I'm. I just turned in another one. I can't tell you what it's on because it'll give it away. Um, and then I have a fourth one that I have to write uh, pretty soon, which um, which will be really interesting. I think a, quite a challenge. So, anyway, Chris and I are all over the interwebs. Uh, Mark Sevy, Christopher Styers, um, take a look at our work and um, call us at nine nineteen scripts s c r i p t s or go to plotpoints.com. Um, we're on iTunes. Actually, it's called Apple Podcasts now. Um, I believe SoundCloud. There's a whole bunch of places to find it. So it's called Plot Points Podcast.
Um, Chris, so we yeah. talked about a top five, and you came up with some great ideas. Um, the the one I liked the most was a top five uh, comedies between 2010 and 2020. And I don't know about you, but I had a hell of a time winnowing this down to just five. I thought this would be simple, but boy, it isn't. Uh, what, what were the top five or so that you came up with? Well, uh, if I remember too, you also clarified it, it needed to be television comedies. Yes, that's right. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Well, I realized when I was going through several lists, mm-hmm. the majority of these shows I hadn't seen. Oh, wow. Interesting. You know, so, and uh, the five I came up with, mm-hmm. uh, two of them have ended their their runs on television, mm-hmm. and three of them are still currently doing new stuff, but not mm-hmm. right at the moment, it seems. Mm-hmm. Well, for my five, I came up with uh, How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Never seen the and, show. And I think I am. I liked that one particularly because of the actor Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, terrific actor, definitely. He's wonderful in that. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the entire run of Big Bang Theory. Okay. Okay. Of the ones that are still in production, um, I and this one just tickles me, uh, sex education. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, oh, this one is absolutely wonderful. The uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Those, the, two, the last two you mentioned are on my list also. And, uh, but the one show that's on right now that tickles me, every time I watch it, is Young Sheldon. Mm. And it's it's just it's a spin off of yeah, it's a spin off of it's a prequel to uh Big Bang, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I um I, so two of the five that you mentioned, I also have on my list uh, big or um Sex Education which uh, just a wonderful show. Um and yeah. also The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And those yeah. are ones Netflix and the other one is Amazon Prime. Um, yes. In addition, I I put down a bunch of them and crossed them out, and because I I wanted to stick with five, so I didn't want to cheat this time. Um, but Parks and Recreation tops okay. the list. Um, the the a new series, which I, you know I'm a little bit torn about adding this, but because it, it's only two seasons, but Fleabag, which is an Amazon Prime. Um, Okay. Uh, series also was really yeah. so unique and and lovely, and then um, one of my favorites I think still to of all time is Archer, and if oh, you've okay. never yeah if you've never seen Archer boy is that what uh-huh. a wonderful show just so well done um, yeah so and then Mrs Maisel and Sex Ed so um, but I could have added The Office um, you know uh, uh, Modern Family. Uh, Jeez, I mean, it, there's so many good ones out there. It's just amazing. When you, when you don't limit it to sitcoms, um, if you go to these hour formats that some of these guys do, you get a, quite a bit of choices, and they're all really, really yeah. good. And then so I, I, 
you know, maybe one of these days I'll go, I'll, I'll go through your list and, and add some of those to my list, but I haven't, I haven't really participated in a lot of those, um, like, uh, Big Bang, How I Met Your Mother and Young Sheldon are, are CBS shows, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, unfortunately don't watch as much of that, um, network. I, you know, I'm still really upset. Every time I see a commercial, I just can't stand commercials. And of course, you could record them and fast forward them, but, but I just yeah. like I like the streaming format. So. Oh yeah, I I prefer that too. Yeah. Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yeah. Well, and I I uh, recently went to uh, YouTube TV instead oh, of okay. uh, cable or satellite, <clears throat> and I got to tell you, it's terrific. It's um, I did it to get all the sports channels uh, that I wanted. And of course, then they canceled sports, so it's, but uh, it's, a, but it gets me the, the show, the, uh, the channels I want. I'm really happy with it. Um, I hope that it continues to be as good as, as good as it is. Um, Cause well, yeah. And because of all the theater chains closing, a lot of the movie studios have said that their latest productions, they're going to release, on video on demand. Yeah, right. VOD. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you can watch the new stuff that's been released. You know, if they haven't pushed back its opening date like they did with the new James Bond film, right? Um, you'll be able to watch it at home. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's it's pricey. The one one price I saw was nineteen ninety nine, which is a lot of money to pay for a a movie to see at home. But I guess I understand that. Anyway, so we are Point Plot Points podcast. My co-host tonight or today, this morning, is uh, Christopher Styers, author, screenwriter, uh, all-around uh, good guy, superhero for America. Uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Can you blush just by voice? <laughs> uh. No. Anyway, uh, so all right. Well, um, so so what I what I did is uh, it it was. It was this emergency. I had assigned the movie uh, Contagion to my class, which is a wonderful film. If you've never seen it and you really want to see this, it was written in either 2011 or 2013. But holy crap, did that guy do his research. Really well done movie um, for our times. If you want to see what, you know, what we could potentially go through with uh, with a pandemic, this one isn't nearly as bad as the one in Contagion, but um, it definitely has some some under uh, uncomfortable moments. Um, but anyway, there was a movie years ago uh, that covered a pandemic. It was called The Andromeda Strain, and it was written written by Michael Crichton. And so that's the writer I decided to profile this week. Um, and every one, every time I do one of these profiles, I wonder why did I wait so long to do this? Uh, and this writer, John Michael Crichton. Uh, is, his, is his full name, is an example. I mean, he may be gone, but his influence on film and television lives far beyond him. Um, most recently, Westworld and Jurassic Park, two novels he wrote, continue to generate both features and television seasons, with other writers having brought the stories to new concepts and heights, especially with uh, Westworld. Born in 1942, <clears throat> excuse me, Crichton had a nearly perfect middle-class upbringing. He stated, 
quote, there was no terror, no fear of children being abused, no fear of random murder, no drug use that we knew about. I walked to school. I rode my bike for miles and miles to the movie on Main Street, piano lessons and the like. Kids had freedom. It wasn't such a dangerous world. We studied our butts off. We got tremendously good educations. Um, Creighton showed an aptitude for writing at a young age that continued into his college years at Harvard. He studied his undergrad, uh, I'm sorry, he started his undergrad studies in literature, but quit when he felt like the department wasn't being fair to his work. He ultimately achieved a bachelor's in biological anthropology and won several awards in science and then on to Harvard Medical School. He continued writing, and in 1969, his book, A Case of Need, won an Edgar Award under the pseudonym Jeffrey Hudson. It was eventually made into a movie called The Carey Treatment, directed by Blake Edwards and starring James Coburn and Jennifer O'Neill. The Andromeda Strain, a bestseller, really put Crichton firmly in the eye of both the public and Hollywood. Made into a movie in 1971, it detailed an alien bacteria that killed people in two minutes from superclotting their blood. The book has also spurred two television series in 2008 and 2019. Crichton's science background served him well for Andromeda and for his entire career. Known for his intriguing concepts that captured the imagination of the public, his work continued to sell books and be adapted into successful movies. Westworld, The Terminal Man, Coma, Runaway, and others kept the prolific Crichton busy working on both novels and scripts. In 1993, Jurassic Park was made into a movie directed by Steven Spielberg. Starring Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum, it was a box office smash. Featuring a unique concept and state-of-the-art film techniques that brought dinosaurs into reality for the first time. Herds of brachiosaurus and terrible thunder lizards thrilled audiences, made possible, according to the novel, by extracting DNA from the blood in mosquitoes trapped in amber. But it wasn't just the dinosaurs that created this insane world. It was the human greed that really drove it. And scientific ego, a marked inability to see consequences, favorite themes of Crichton's. The Jeff Goldblum character, a mathematician, says life uh, finds a way when they discovered that the female-only dinos were breeding, meaning that you can't outthink the universe. And then he posits, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Jurassic Park, both the novel and film, was nominated or won awards for just about everything you can imagine. It was a number one bestseller. And the first film grossed more than a billion dollars in ticket sales, with the entire film franchise setting, sitting at $5 billion in box office and counting. The movie Westworld has been spun into an award-winning popular series that is now entering its third season. At his death at the age of 66 from cancer, Crichton had 45 film and TV credits and had written 30 novels, two of which will be published posthumously. He also produced and directed a dozen films. Obviously, he understood what fascinated and frightened us and made the best use of that insight to create wildly successful material. It was the Andromeda strain that got me thinking about Michael Crichton initially, given this coronavirus situation we're going through. It should be noted that the novel speaks of bacteria, not virus, even though the novel imagines the pandemic being from an alien source and not one from a meat market in Asia, Insight written into that book back in 1969 is universal because human stupidity hasn't changed. From the Andromeda strain, quote, A crisis is made by men who enter into the crisis with their own prejudices, propensities, and predispositions. A crisis is the sum of intuition and blind spots, a blend of facts noted and facts ignored. And also this from the book, 
He often argued that human intelligence was more trouble than it was worth. It was more destructive than creative, more confusing than revealing, more discouraging than satisfying, more spiteful than charitable. As long as those sentiments continue to be true, Michael Crichton's work, always insightful, sometimes prescient, will fall out, far outlive us and continue to shine a light on our human failings and ultimately our human successes. So I know you are a fan of this man's work in many forms. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, uh, he also created the series ER. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. I forgot that. Um, yeah. He's done some really amazing work. I, I honestly felt, you know, a pang of real remorse when I found out he was dead. I really like, you know, he wrote the best 50 first pages of any novelist I've ever read. Um, yeah. And uh, his, his, you know, the first 50 pages are where the concepts are and illuminated. And boy, did he, did he, did you ever see Runaway with um, Tom Selleck? Um, oh, yeah. It's been quite a time. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting. Quite a while, but yeah. Gene Simmons from Kiss and uh, yeah, yeah playing. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Anyway, uh, Michael Crichton, you know, rest in peace. We miss your work, although uh, we miss your new work, although we're still benefiting from the old. So um, yes. we are Plot Points Podcast. Uh, I am Mark Sevy. I'm with Christopher Stiers, author, screenwriter. And um, we come to you every other week on, um, on iTunes or uh, what they call plot, uh, Apple Podcasts these days. You can also reach us at 919 Scripts if you have any comments. And then also at um, plotpoints.com, which is the website for the, uh, for the podcast. So, um, what are we here with time? Um, yeah, we're, we're running long. I, I think we're going to leave the, uh, the, the other thing off for now. Um, okay. I, we'll do it. We'll do it the next podcast. Um, I think, I think we can wrap it up. So, uh, Chris, any parting words regarding any of this, uh, the, any of the things we talked about or, or the, um, the coronavirus uh, or whatever? Any, any thoughts you have? The only thing, I, if you're at home, yes, instead of watching, you know, something you've seen 12 times, the 13th time, mm-hmm. work on your manuscript, whether yep. it's a screenplay, short story, novel. I mean, work, take the, take advantage of it and work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, what I saw a great quote the other day, you can always edit bad material, but you can't edit a blank page. Yeah. I mean, I would echo that sentiment. I, I tell my students, even if you sell a script or a book today, um, you, you can rest and enjoy that, that victory. But if you, if you're not writing within another day or two, going back to it or going to a new property, then you're doing yourself a disservice because those victories don't last as long as you'd like them to. And um, your job is to write. So why would you just, why would you sell one thing and say, I'm done? You wouldn't even, even getting to that point is, is not as hard as the second. I don't know about you, but my second sale for my script was even harder than the first one. So, um, Oh yeah.
Anyway, I know Chris, uh, you, uh, we're preaching to the choir. You're, you're, con- you know, you continue to uh, to be a, a real workman when it comes to to your your novels. Um, you don't take anything for granted. Um, yeah, the successes we get are hard won, and they're enjoyed, but they're only temporary. So move on, keep writing, uh, do the best you can with with what with what resources you have and what time you have. And um, as always, from Myself and Chris and OC Screenwriters, which is a uh, which is kind of affiliated with this podcast, you can find that at ocscreenwriters.org. There's uh, some articles up there, and I always post uh, the writer re- um, the writer profile I do. I always post to that website. Uh, but for all of us, be inspired and do good work, and stay safe for God's sakes. Thanks, Chris. <laughs>